welcome to Let's Catch Up. Just an FYI, I'm recording this episode earlier than usual this week due to like travel, yada yada, no one cares, but I just don't want anyone to come for me because I know for a fact that something golden and juicy is going to happen on Wednesday and I'm not going to be able to talk about it. Um, so don't hold it against me. Um, I will obviously talk about it next week. In the meantime, Katy Perry released a Christmas song. Taylor Swift released a Christmas song. I have tried and tried to listen to it. At first, I thought it was for cats. Um, Christmas music is just not her thing, you know. It's not really Katy Perry's either, but she went, like, kind of campy, which is her vibe. So, Taylor Swift said her heart was a Christmas tree farm, and I was just like, your heart is families fighting over a plant with a small saw? I don't know. That's That's all I really got. But we've got some things to talk about this week, even though... I know I'm going to miss out on something good. I just know it deep in my heart. We'll see. Let's catch up. Happy holidays. Not only is this the season of love and joy and giving, but it's also the season of celebrities waking up um, at the crack of dawn to say other celebrities' names to nominate them for awards. The 77th Annual Golden Globes are upon us, and Tim Allen, Dakota Fanning, and Susan Kalecki Watson, who um, is the best character on This Is Us, come at me, announced the nominations for the Globes, and um, I don't think that, I I don't know if there were any surprises. I'm not good with movies for a variety of reasons. I watched Marriage Story. It took me a while to get into, but I watched it because it's on Netflix. I just refused to pay $16 to go see something that I might not enjoy. Love TV, though. Big TV girl. So Marriage Story has six nominations. The Irishman, which I can almost guarantee I will never watch because it's three hours long, has um, five. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood has five. Joker and the Two Popes both have four. Um, A lot of great TV. Unbelievable. The limited series on Netflix with Caitlin Denver and Merritt Weaver. They're both nominated, and then they have two other nominations, I assume, for limited series, and I don't know what the other one is. Would highly recommend watching that, by the way. The Crown is nominated, Chernobyl, Big Little Lies, Fleabag, The Kaminsky Method, Succession, Yas, Kieran Culkin is nominated, Yas. Very surprised by Reese and Jennifer, my good friends Reese and Jennifer, both being nominated for The Morning Show. But Netflix just, like, killed it, honestly, this year. So we will, I I don't know what's supposed to win. I guess I could do some research and find out. Let me know what your thoughts are. Um, Rocket Man's nominated a lot. I did want to see that. Everyone from Bombshell's nominated. Shirley's, Margot. Um, everyone from Marriage Story's nominated. I thought Adam Driver was fantastic. So I would vote for him to win. But do we think it'll be, like, Joaquin for Joker? I don't know. Um, Aquafina is nominated, which is exciting. Kate Blanchett is nominated for Where'd You Go, Bernadette, which I read the book and could not finish the movie. Um, so I, I don't have a lot of opinions. Frozen is nominated and the song is nominated. That song is great. Let's just call it Spade a Spade. Um, a lot of lemon, lemon women, little women nominations. Taylor Swift's cat song is nominated. Um, Yeah. So I guess at the end of the day, the Globes for film, they always say, are like kind of the predictions for the Oscars, right? So J-Lo is winning an Oscar, right? J-Lo is nominated for Hustlers, which is very exciting. B. 
Beanie Feldstein's nominated for Booksmart. That was a fantastic movie, by the way. You can watch it on Hulu if you haven't already. It was really great. Um, I will be watching the Golden Globes both to see who wins, I guess, and to see what people are wearing because those are the two things that I care about. I also will be watching the Globes to see who is drinking because that's what I would be doing. Can you imagine just sitting in that room and it's like Brad Pitt's on your right and Meryl Streep's on your left and there's just a bottle of Vuv on the table and I'm not supposed to drink it? Yeah, right. So I thought this was a fun story. It's not super juicy, but I thought it was interesting. Spotify is doing its own award show based on streaming numbers. So it's not like the Grammys or, I don't know, the CBS All Access Music Awards. I'm just kidding. I don't really know what else is out there. But um, based on all of the Spotify raps that I saw everyone post, which I love, by the way. I know some people are petty and they're like, ooh, no one cares who you're listening to. But I do think it's such a fun way to see. Like, we don't really know what anyone else is listening to. We're all just out here with our headphones in. So it's kind of fun to be like, oh, we have a lot in common. Or be like, oh, I don't recognize any of the artists on your top artists of the decade or whatever but anyway I think it's cool so Spotify's doing an award show and after they announced I guess this is kind of juicy this is like pretty much where I'm at in my mid-20s so I'm like ooh, Apple announced that they were doing one like literally a couple days later like a week later maybe Spotify was like we're doing an award show and Apple was like same same and it's this week and um, I'm pretty sure it's this week it's like happening midweek and Spotify's is not happening until February. So it's kind of like, um, and Spotify's is in Mexico and it feels like the sisters who are both engaged and one of them is like, we're going to do a destination, destination wedding in Cabo next year, save up, get excited, book your flight. We have a block of hotels. And the other sister just like runs up and screams during her engagement party. We're getting married next week in Johnny's backyard and Billie Eilish is performing. I mean, Johnny's backyard in this scenario is actually Apple's headquarters in California. Um, the Spotify one I would think is a little more interesting because it's based completely on streaming and the Apple one is based on some streaming and some editor's choices. So it makes you wonder if you can buy one, you know? So it'll be Apple this week, Grammys in January, Spotify in February. So there's a lot of awards for Lizzo to win this year. Okay, I guess we have to touch on this Justin Timberlake situation. Um, just kidding, that's a bad pun, touch on. This is so awkward, I think, but maybe it's just me. I think it's awkward what happened. I think it's awkward that it was acknowledged, easy for me to say. Um, so I assume that everyone knows, but if you don't, Justin Timberlake was caught like holding hands with his co-star, who's very pretty, by the way, in New Orleans while... Um, they were like out with other people from this movie Palmer that he is working on and I watched the video and I think it's like pretty damning, but I mean like I'm not holding a married man's hand, you know, and if I tried to and that grown man didn't jerk his hand away immediately and go, Megan, what? Why? Then I would be like, oh, something's up. Um, so JT did, you know, the only thing that celebrities really consistently provide for us, which is an apology via the notes app. He called it a lapse in judgment. He posted it on Instagram. 
I mean, I'm not in their marriage. I don't know their life, but it was like a very uncomfortable situation. I don't know if the girl said anything about it. I actually, her name is Alicia Wainwright. I think I don't know much about her. I don't know if she said anything. I mean, I feel like she probably hasn't, but I haven't done the research. I will be totally honest until last week. Now, now this might be the best thing that came out of this for them. I thought that the film Palmer was about Arnold Palmer. It is not. So maybe just like Dakota Johnson on Ellen, bringing some publicity to Peanut Butter Falcon, JT and Alicia, or it could be Alicia and I could be pronouncing it wrong, I don't know, holding hands drunkenly in the French Quarter should, could be bringing some press to Palmer. It's like about a former football player that gets like arrested and then has to like readjust to society or something. I don't know. It's not about the half sweet tea, half lemonade golf legend. I'll tell you that much. What if JT did play a movie where he was Arnold Palmer, though? That would be weird. In the one picture on set, he was wearing, like, a prison jumpsuit. But when I still thought it was about the movie Palmer, I'm not joking, y'all. I thought he looked like a caddy. Okay, I do not want to talk about Pete Davidson as much as I have, but I will. And this has been circulating for a while, so I'm probably not the first person to say anything about this to you, but Pete Davidson had people sign NDAs for his stand-up. This man is not Eddie Murphy. His stand-up is not so deeply desired that people are actually going to tell their friends about it. Honestly, I would probably keep it a secret if I went and saw him. I am quite enjoy stand-up. I've been to plenty of comedy shows, plenty of stand-up shows, and I don't mind like locking up my phone. I locked up my phone to see Dave Chappelle in that little pouch. It's it's not that um, absurd to me, I guess, in 2019. But making me sign an NDA to see the guy who preemptively proposed to Ariana Grande ain't the move. Also, my memory is not great, so I can very rarely like quote a bit after I see someone do stand up. Like maybe that night I can tell you, but ask me in 48 hours and I'll be like, Kevin who? Um, ask me if I know any bits from Kevin Hart's stand-up or John Mulaney's or Eliza Schlesinger. I have a really hard time saying her last name, but I just think she's so funny. Um, I've seen all of their, like, Netflix specials, and the only joke that I can quote from any of them, other than Kevin Hart telling that story about his child, him locking his child out when, um, he took the trash out, is John Mulaney doing the fries bit, where he says that everyone at the table always acts like they're doing drugs when they're ordering fries for the table and they're like should we be bad will you eat some if I get some okay we'll do fries and um the only reason I really remember that is because I'm incredibly annoyed and I quoted at dinner with my friends anytime someone suggests sharing a side um but I don't know who told Pete Davidson he was this important but the most the the, the crucial detail is that if you violate this NDA it, it will cost you one million United States dollars one million. I just wouldn't go. Okay, this might be kind of long and it might be worth skipping through because it's a question, but I have a lot of questions. So I watched the movie Santa Girl on Netflix and I know that everyone's probably like, why should I keep reviewing Netflix Christmas movies? But they're either just so good or so bad and I have so many questions and come January this all the time that I dedicate to Netflix Christmas movies will be dedicated to The Bachelor so I'm just trying to like carve out that space here so um Santa's daughter whose name in the movie is Cassie Claus 
has magical powers and she did like an I dream of genie like nose wiggle to use them at the beginning and I thought that was rude because one this girl is most well known for being in Wizards of Waverly Place so did she just take this role because she finally finally wanted to access magic herself and two can't y'all come up with another way to activate magic than one of the most iconic of all time anyway Wizards of Waverly Place has come up so much more in this podcast than I ever thought when I started it but my question is and I suppose this only applies to people who've seen the movie. But how does Santa's daughter not know what, f- like, iPhones are, but she knows how to flirt with more than one boy at a time? Anyway, what a petty question on my behalf. So, there's all, the whole movie goes down, and, you know, it, 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 I mean, we could all write it, right? But the best part of the movie was the very end, no spoilers, when the credits started rolling and I um, started scrolling through Instagram because I'm a millennial and despite Netflix suggesting the next episode of Patriot Act, it didn't start playing. So the song for the credits started playing and I got just distracted enough from Instagram to start listening and now I have to read them to you as a spoken word because I couldn't find any evidence of this song actually existing anywhere on the, the internet, not Spotify, not SoundCloud, not apple music i don't even know where else people listen to music those are literally the only three youtube i i actually didn't try youtube couldn't find it anywhere so i rapid fire typed the lyrics as the song played back and they're so scattered i think i'm gonna make them my next instagram caption okay so here go the lyrics of the credits rolling song of santa girl on netflix i was just a girl when daddy took me on his sleigh up to our favorite mountain where the reindeer liked to play. We used to laugh. He said I had mama's eyes. As we talked about the future, there was magic in his smile. He said I had the power. If I wanted, I could fly. I just want a normal life. That was when she hit a high note. I'm just a girl. That's what I see. Nobody knows the other side of me. In a different world, I believe you can be whatever you decide to be. Just look at me. I'm just a girl. My favorite part is the part that says, I'm just a girl. That's what I see. It's like, I mean, the lyrics would have been better if it said, I'm just a girl. That's what I be. And the next verse talks about her going off to college and it somehow got worse. But it also reminds me of the Taylor Swift Christmas tree song because at one point she says the, my heart is a Christmas tree farm. And then she says, there's a light on in the barn. Swear to God, go look it up. I'm not making it up. But yeah, I just wanted everybody to get a good laugh out of that. So if you don't watch the whole movie, just scroll all the way to the end to the credits to listen to that song. I'm just a girl. That's what I see. What are we watching this week? What are we listening to other than um, other people's Spotify wrapped playlists? But um, I personally am listening to um, or watching rather Casey Musgraves Christmas special on Amazon. She has quite a variety of guests. The special as a whole is like ironically not special. Um, I think it's just fine. But I did think it was like sweet and Christmassy. It's good background music I think for like putting up Christmas decorations James Corden is there 
Camila Cabello is there. She's the only one that uses a cordless mic, which I love pointing out these things because it's just like, you know, you, you know a diva when you see one and you want to respect her. Um, Lana Del Rey is there. Dan Levy is the narrator for the entire thing, and he's just glorious and great. Casey's Nana is there. The Rockettes were there, but I felt kind of bad for them because it seemed like they were just following Casey around, but she had great outfits. I think it's like an hour long. It's on Amazon Prime. It'll get you into the Christmas season. I'll tell you what I'm very excited about that I've watched this past week. Astronomy Club is a sketch group. Um, I think they're based in New York, actually, and they got a Netflix show. And I love a sketch comedy group, honestly. Um, I I really do. And they are hilarious and funny. There's six episodes on Netflix. I blew through them. They were um, glorious and great. It is um, an all-black sketch group. So if you are a white person, there will be things that you will not understand. And that's okay. You should watch it anyway because it's really funny. Um, And a girl at one point says, do you guys want some of this chitlin's cake? And I gagged a little in my mouth, but it still made me laugh. I've still never had chitlins. I actually refuse. But I would highly recommend watching it because it's very funny. And it's only six episodes, which I'm hoping that they get like renewed and make more. But I don't know. I'll do some research, see what Deadline has to say about it. Astronomy Club is what it's called. Watch it. Let me tell you what else we are watching, listening, reading, paying attention to. Happy holidays to me. Elle did a tell-all interview with one queen, Beyonce Knowles Carter, mother of Blue, Rumi, and Sir, wife of Hova. So she did this whole like q and I'm sorry that I just did all of those explanations, but I do think that it's important that Jay-Z came last. Anyway, she did um, an entire interview, it's a tell-all, with um, her good friend and collaborator of like over a decade or something who also directed Clean and Queen and Slim, um, Melina Matsukis. And the Q&A portion is actually from like fans, I guess. I guess I missed this, but it's questions from Facebook, Instagram, and emails and stuff like that. And obviously I'm biased because I really do love Beyonce so much, but I think that she touched on a lot of really beautiful things um, people asked her, you know, really deep questions like, how do you feel about, um, inclusion within your company as well as, um, hiring women and members of the LGBTQ community? And I think that Beyonce has always been really known for the fact that her band is made up of entirely women and, um, women of all different shapes, colors and sizes. And so she kind of touches on that. And it's really nice. She touches on motherhood and the idea that even when she's not nominated for awards or she's not considered number one, that that's no longer her greatest priority in life, which was great. Um, and then she was very sassy and I was so here for it. People asked if she would ever go to a supermarket and, or target. And she said, um, y'all know you see me at Target and I see y'all trying to sneak pics. She said if she could only eat one thing for a week, it would be Oreos, which I was like, yes. I don't know. I just like, 
I really, really enjoyed it as someone who really, really enjoys her. Also, she said when she does karaoke, she sings Hotel California and she says, quote, the guitar solo is my jam. The best part of the entire interview, scroll to the very end, she answers a question about Snapchat. And if you didn't think that Beyonce and I were kindred spirits before, read her answer there and you will know. <laughs> it's always been meant to be. It really is a great art of, uh, interview, though, because she just doesn't give them often. And I don't know, it's just always really enjoyable to remember that not only is she incredibly talented and hardworking that she also is incredibly wise I think and willing to share um, life lessons and be vulnerable given that she's been in this industry for so long so I would highly recommend it it won't take you that long but get to the snapchat answer it's great you made it this far um normally I'm like tell me if I missed something, DM me, whatever. This week, don't because I don't want anybody coming for me because I I recorded early. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. There's so much good stuff coming out in 2020. I honestly can't wait. Um, season two trailer for A.D. Bryant show, Shrill. That's out and that's coming out in January, I think. I don't know if you guys saw the clip of, I'm just squeezing all this in at the very end, the clip of Ashley Tisdale on um, Bravo, what is Andy Cohen's late night show called? Whatever. And um, she asked, he was like, we're going to play a game of Shag, Mary Kill. And he asked her, Shag, Mary Kill, Zach Efron, and the Sprouse twins. And she married Dylan and shagged Cole and then killed she murdered Zach Efron so she knows something that the rest of us don't that's all I'm saying also there's like the Vanessa Hudgens thing but you know sneaker night am I right um so that's bizarre Demi Lovato is releasing new music soon new Harry Styles is on the way honestly like let's get ready for our 2020 Spotify wrapped okay it's gonna be great also watch the Christmas Prince baby whatever it's called and they seem progressively worse and I cannot tell if the first one was bad and we just all loved it or it was good and they've gotten worse but this one has like 17 plot lines and the they unrolled a historic treaty at one point and Queen Amba literally said that um, the artistry is incredible and I was like I don't think that's the point they also keep making up countries they aren't just sticking with the one original one they just keep making them up I don't know I, I don't know guys hopefully they don't keep making them gosh anyway um I guess I will be back next week and then I'll be off for a week for the holidays because I'm a professional. Thanks for catching up. See you next week. Rate, review, subscribe. Buy Lemonade since it's not on Spotify. <laughs>